Welcome to the Tech in 20 Minutes podcast, where you will meet new tech vendors and learn how they can help your business. At Clarksys, we believe tech should make your life better. Searching Google is a waste of time, and the right vendor is often one you haven't heard of before. Hi, I'm Max Clark, and I'm talking with Jeff Christian, who is the VP of Channel Sales for Genesis. Jeff, thanks for joining. Thank you, Max. Thanks for having me. Jeff, what does Genesis do? So, so Genesis is a contact center as a service company. Genesis has been around for 25 years with over 70 billion customers using our service every year in over 100 different countries. Genesis is recognized by all the major analysts, Gartner, Forrester, Ogum, uh, as a leader in the space. And Genesis really got its start with uh, the Engage platform. And that was really back in the early days of Contact Center when it was premise-based and it would sit on top of Avaya or Cisco. That's really, you know, Genesis was really the, the, the brand to have, the, the leader in that category for a long time. And then back in 2016, Genesis acquired uh, Interactive Intelligence, which gave them PureConnect, a uh, very good, very feature-rich hosted Contact Center platform. And then also uh, Pure Cloud, which has been rebranded as Genesis Cloud, What's exciting about Genesis Cloud is that it was built from the ground up in AWS using microservices architecture. So it is a very sort of a next-gen cloud contact center platform. And it's really geared toward over 95% of our customers and prospects. And it's really our, our primary go-to-market right now. And we're, we're having a lot of success with it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so it's pretty safe to say that many people have interacted with Genesis and didn't know they were interacting with Genesis. I mean, you call a bank or you call an uh, mm -hmm. airline or a hotel or, you know, whatever, you know, chances are, odds are it might be Genesis powering that platform and, and the contact center that people are calling into. Yeah. But so that's, a, that's actually a, a good segue because a, a lot of companies today will say, well, we don't really run contact centers. We have customers call us, or we don't need a contact center platform. We have people email us, and um, and that's not really uh, completely accurate, though, right? I mean, what's what's the actual reality in terms of who is a contact center and needs a contact center versus who doesn't? That's a great question, and uh, you're absolutely right. Contact centers are have have gone way beyond traditional voice channels. And they've, they've expanded into what we call digital channels. And that includes things like chat, email, SMS, uh, social channels. And all of these things, um, particularly you look at the millennial set. I mean, I, I have an 18-year-old son that he uses his iPhone for everything except voice calls. And I don't think he's alone. I think a lot of, a lot of the younger generation do that. And so businesses have had to adapt. When you look at companies that have websites, that engage in e-commerce, that have toll-free numbers, these companies all essentially have contact centers, right? Because that somebody's got to answer the toll-free number. Somebody's got to be handling the transaction on the, on the website uh, or the chat session on the website. So all of these things now roll up under the, the, the header of CX, if you will, customer experience. And businesses nowadays are finding themselves in a position where they can't just compete any longer on product and price. The, the, big, the new battleground for CX is the customer experience. And so the contact center now, as it's, as it's known, it used to be a call center, now it's a contact center because it includes those digital channels. 
has really become the welcome mat of most businesses. And if you, if you think about it, whether you the ways the ways you interact with a business are either calling them, emailing them, going to their website and chatting with them, perhaps texting with them, or interacting with them on some social media channel. So a contact center has got to be able to answer and live in all of those different uh, media types. And so it's put a lot of pressure on companies to try to do that in a cost-effective way, in a scalable and extensible way. And I think that's really where the cloud has emerged as sort of the ecosystem of choice for businesses that live in that world. And it's also probably changed and blurred the lines a little bit because, you know, historically, if you were a call center, you had, you know, a floor with cubicles and lots of dedicated agents answering those phones. And the, and the company in theory was, it was a larger enterprise and a bigger business. And as you look at what we talk about today and you say customer experience, and really we're talking about like, do customers interact with you in some manner for sales or, you know, support, how much does it blur that line and bring that down? Are we talking about this as a platform now for mid-market? SMB, smaller environment. I mean, is this is this what you're talking about? It, it absolutely is. And one of the, I think one of the big misnomers that we find ourselves educating against is that contact centers are just for big enterprise. You know, as I said, Genesis has been around 25 years, and a lot of the contact centers that use Genesis, the legacy customers that we've had over the years, were typically big, big companies. Fortune 100 type companies, big global companies. But now that you see the cloud sort of evolve as the next gen contact center plat- uh, platform, you're seeing businesses that are in the SMB and mid market space say, hey, wait a second, I can afford to do this. And, and so they can do it. And because when you, when you leverage a cloud model, it's a pay as you go, it's a pay for what you use model, right? It's a consumption based model. So you're not having to overbuy technology to account for your, your peaks in demand. You can literally use what you're in, in, you know, in accordance with what your demand is. So it makes it a lot more affordable for, for those smaller businesses that maybe don't have quite the scale of a large enterprise as far as a contact center is concerned. They can now get into it and they can leverage all the digital channels and all of the workforce management and analytics and recording and all the ancillary tools to help run their business more efficiently. And, and you're also blurring some lines into uh, what would be considered marketing automation. You know, yeah. did somebody come to our website and click a form and then do something and can we trigger actions? Can you, can you expand and, and tell us a little bit more about what that actually is and what that means with Genesis? Yeah, absolutely. So let me back up a half a step. One of the biggest expenses in a contact center aside from the uh, real estate is the labor. And um, the the cost of hiring and training agents to work and and achieve the KPIs that they need to achieve in in uh, in a contact center is very, very large. The challenge is a lot of contact centers have antiquated technology. And so it equates to agents trying to do their job with with improper tools. And so when that happens, you know, the agent satisfaction goes way down. And thus, there's a lot of turnover. So when you have the turnover, it's not uncommon for some contact centers to completely churn out 80 to 100% of their agents annual. So that's, you think about the cost associated with that. So when you look at tools like moving the platform to the cloud and then layering in management tools, efficiency tools like a workforce engagement management platform, that might include you know, call recording and that might include quality management and scheduling. Um, it, it, all of these tools that allow a contact center supervisor and agent 
to do what it is they're supposed to do and, and meet and exceed the expectations that are set before them. And then with, with analytics, you can track and make sure that you're, you're meeting your customer satisfaction scoring and your average handle times and your hold times. And so now all of a sudden, with a cloud contact center platform such as Genesis Cloud, you've got the instruments in front of you to be able to run a business in an efficient way and, uh, and really make decisions, evidence-based decisions based on the data that you're seeing in real time. So I think there's a, a misconception that probably dates back and, and bad experiences of, you know, the, the WFO and WFM, the workforce optimization and management tools really were a way for, you know, the, the overlords, the business to really like keep their thumbs on what was happening in the contact center and, and make people's lives un, un, unpleasurable. But it's almost the workforce engagement is completely different where you're talking about high costs for the business to churn and train people supporting, you know, their interactions with their customers. And it's, it's, it's now shifted in my perception to we want to retain people and we want, want them to be happy because we can't afford to lose them. I mean, is that, is that accurate? That's exactly right. Um, you know, better technology equates to happier agents. And, you know, it's sort of a bit of a chicken and an egg conundrum, right? If you have, we believe if you have happy agents with the right tools to do the job, that's going to translate to happier customers and better CX. It's been proven that, you know, when you have unhappy agents with improper tools, they can't do their job well. They're not hitting the KPIs that have been set for them. Um, and so that translates to poorer experiences uh, with, with customers. And you see that, and that, that proves out in the call recordings and the, and the surveys, post-call surveys. So, so um, Part of what Genesis does is you offer integrations to lots of different platforms, whether it was an existing CRM tool or uh, you know, customer proprietary interfaces with, with a customer platform. And and the end result for all this is servicing data to the agent, or maybe empowering the you know the customer to self service as well. And then you've got uh, you know some additional functionality. So I mean, how is Genesis approaching this this idea of you know time to resolution or uh, customer self service? You know to to change that load and that equation for staffing. Well, I think uh, when, yeah, you mentioned integrations. You know, one of the big ones is um, you know CRM integration. You hear that a lot. Right. So we, we integrate with uh, with all the major CRM companies. We have uh, additionally, we have an app foundry with over 300 companies as part of that, many of which are one click integrations that extend the Genesis platform for our customers um, into areas that uh, that they may they may need to go into. But um, but the other the other piece of the platform, I think, is pretty unique to Genesis is that we have a uh, we have a, a unified communication capability to our platform. Single pane of glass, contact center, unified communications, all in one. So we're not reliant on sort of bolt-on, you know, third-party uh, integrations to provide a complete solution. We have it all as part of the Genesis Cloud platform. In addition to all of the integrations that we have with the CRM companies and billing systems and collection systems and and all the app foundry uh, partners that we have as well. So. It is a it is a really really uh, complete solution with the extensibility to really go in whatever direction the customer might need. Now with Genesis Cloud, I mean, who becomes your ideal customer? I mean, is this an industry focus or a geography focus or a size focus? I mean, you're looking for people that are north of however many people. I mean, what does what does this look like with Genesis? Yeah, so it's a great question. When you move to the cloud, the, the, the sweet spot, the, the joke I always make is that it's like the Prince tennis racket, right? The sweet spot gets real big or a Callaway golf club. 
you know. And so uh, it's not uncommon for us to do a to do a, an implementation for a customer that has 20 agents, but it's 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 equally common for us to do uh, an implementation for a customer that has you know 1,500 or 2,000 agents or more. It becomes a much more tailored fit for what the customer is looking to do, and and it used to be that the biggest of the big, um, the TCO ROI uh, calculation was better to go premise based, but now that can't be said anymore. Now it's you know when you look at the cost of maintenance and you look at the cost of all the ongoing expense associated with a premise solution, even for the biggest of customers, we're seeing them move to the cloud in droves right now. And it's just because of that, as I said, that the, the cost, the efficiency, the flexibility, the scalability, all of, all of that has proven out uh, to really make a lot of sense for companies of all sizes. So that's why the sweet spot is so big. But part of the advantage of being cloud-based is now, you know, you enable a distributed workforce and yeah. work from home. I mean, are you finding, so we talked about earlier, you mentioned that the, the biggest expenses for contact centers were labor and then space. Yeah. So so, and then of, of course, churn, right? So now yep. having a distributed or, or option for work from home, are you finding companies leveraging that to improve their cost structure and also increase their co- employee satisfaction and, and lower their churn? I mean, what does this actually mean in, in, in real world? Yeah, it means that it gives companies a lot more flexibility in terms of how they deploy their workforce. When you look at things like disaster recovery, you know, um, in, in, in Atlanta, Georgia, for an example, we had a customer a number of years ago that uh, I, I spoke to personally that, uh, you know, Atlanta is not used to getting a lot of snow. So when they do get snow, the city effectively shuts down. And so, you know, companies that are that have contact centers that employees are used to driving into in the morning now all of a sudden can't get to work because there's two inches of snow on the ground. So to be able to work from home is important to keep the business running. You look at fast forward to right now. I mean, you look at what's happening in our world right now with coronavirus businesses that have a cloud solution are able to deploy their agents to work from home and continue the business running uh, in, in, a, in a seamless way. So uh, the other thing that's a, a plus about a remote agent strategy that we've seen over the years is that you can attract a, a, you can, a higher level talent. Oftentimes, you know, you can get uh, somebody that's perhaps a a mother is raising a family and she's she's got a college education, maybe a master's degree, but she's raising kids. And so she's taking time off from her career. But with a work from home capability, while the kids are in school, she might have six or eight hours of the day where she doesn't have to necessarily do anything relative to the children who are at school. So now she can maybe get a part time job as a contact center representative working from home. And when you look at the, the education and you look at the commitment and you look at the, the level of professionalism that that person you know, exudes, it really benefits a company to be able to take advantage of that capability. What's the migration or onboarding process look like for a company moving into Genesis Cloud? I mean, let's say either they have a prem solution and they're going to move off of it or they're getting to contact center for the first time. What, what should they expect? Yeah, so it's, um, it's a real seamless experience. So with us, um, when you uh, when you when you sign an agreement with Genesis, our pricing is on our website, by the way. And one of the other unique things to Genesis is that we have our, we have prepackaged offerings with respect to Genesis Cloud. So we have named solutions, we have concurrent pricing, we have hourly pricing, 
and and we have tiers. We have uh, you know a, a basic tier, we have a middle tier, and we have a real uh, comprehensive tier. So being built from the ground up in AWS using microservices architecture, it makes the implementations they can be very very quick. Um, we see ninety percent of our customers turned up within ninety days, ninety days or less, and that includes everything. And a lot of times, customer readiness is the is the long pole in the tent, you know, or or the, or the telecom piece. But with Genesis Cloud, it can get stood up very very quick. But when you say telecom, a customer can do a, a bring your own telco and and take the existing circuits or SIP or whatever and point it to you. Correct. They can they can bring their own or they can use ours. So Jeff, you mentioned you know named users versus a concurrent license. Can you um, explain what that actually means and how I would you know apply that into a cost and 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 as well you know what's a what's a pricing range? You know, I mean, low end to high end. What what should somebody expect when they're dealing with Genesis? Yeah, sure. So um, the difference between named and concurrent is named really means you have one user per one license, right? It's sort of a one to one ratio. When you look at concurrent, that's typically for contact centers that do a lot of shift work where you might have two or three shifts. So you have one license and it can be used for two or three different people across the multiple shifts. As far as our pricing is concerned, that we, uh, we have named and concurrent. We also have hourly pricing as well. So on the low end for, for our basic you know, inbound, outbound voice, you know, IVR, data storage, API requests, that would be uh, you know, about $75 a month. And then you can scale all the way up to unlimited. You know, every feature that we have on is is available is about one hundred and forty dollars a month. Obviously, named is a little less expensive than concurrent, um, and hourly is for you know for companies that that really need the the flexibility to be able to pay on a on an hourly basis. Uh, you know, and circling back to something you mentioned beforehand, deployed on AWS, and, I, and you and I believe you mentioned global. I mean, so this is a platform that can be consumed in just North America, Europe. I and mean, what is the reach that people could be interacting with Genesis and, and using Genesis? So we are in 18 AWS activity zones across the world. And we've got customers all over the globe using Genesis Cloud right now. So Jeff, uh, we talk about COVID and, and now the impact of COVID and coronavirus in the world. Um, what, what has Genesis done and how are you helping customers navigate the changing waters of their businesses and operations? I mean, whether that's an existing Genesis customer or somebody looking at Genesis as yeah. a contact center platform. Yeah. And thanks, Max. And that's a real timely question for, for what we're going through right now. One of the things I was really proud of Genesis uh, for doing was, you know, shortly after the stay at home orders were put in place, a lot of our customers were, you know, that were using Genesis Engage and PureConnect had challenges, you know, with social distancing and and people not being able to go into offices any longer. So we came up with a um, what we call the Genesis Rapid Response Offer, and it was geared toward our existing customers. It was a cloud solution, and it um, it offered 90 days free, and it would we we were standing them up in less than 48 hours, so that we could uh, take care of our existing customers and make sure that they could take care of their customers during this time to really help handle surges in volume while keeping costs in check. Once we got our existing customers covered by way of rapid response, we, we created a rapid response for new customers offer, which was 60 days free. It stood up in 48 hours as well. That offer ended April 30th, and we are in the process of revising that offer 
we're looking at more of a of a next phase offer, like a ready response offer for our customers as we kind of move into the next phase of the uh, COVID-19 challenges that we're all dealing with. That should be released here shortly. I don't have any official pricing on that to, to announce today. Awesome. Jeff, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks for joining the Tech in 20 Minutes podcast. At Clarksys, we believe tech should make your life better. Searching Google is a waste of time, and the right vendor is often one you haven't heard of before. We can help you buy the right tech for your business. Visit us at clarksys.com to schedule an intro call.